I am immortal, and I have no end. Apocalypse. Oh, okay, Apocalypse. Took it by surprise a little bit. Didn't even know we started. Yeah, I wasn't ready, but here we go. Welcome to the Ex-Wife Podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm Justin. And today we're talking about Powers of Ten number three. This one's a little different from the other two. Okay, I'm down because I still have like minor brain explosions from the other two. So that's good. Still recovering. Good. But I'm excited. I'm excited to learn more. I'm ready. How many different covers do we have for me to look at today? They're essentially the same. So the one that I have is a slight variant of the regular cover okay it's gonna be like one of those try to spot the differences games it'll be pretty clear (laughs) okay and so that's the standard cover we've got rasputin and cardinal facing down a bunch of sentinels a bunch of sentinels what's this little image in red that says is that say mojo oh rb oh that's the artist yep gotcha cool cool and the fact that cardinal is holding a sword is really interesting seeing as he's previously said that his pacifism doesn't allow for violence oh interesting that's true thank you for reminding me of that point that's what i'm here for appreciate you okay oh and that is the slight variant with a depowered Rasputin and a blue Cardinal who really look a lot like Nightcrawler and Magic. Yep. Look at that. Are you, your face is so, I, you were so excited. I was very surprised. You were like, nailed it. Yeah, that's interesting. Oh, already my brain hurts just thinking of why they would do something like that to the cover. <laughs> to make your brain hurt. All right. Here we go. Diving in. Page turn noise. <laughs> Makes me laugh every time. <laughs> Thank you. All right. We have our that quote from Apocalypse. Quote. At the bottom of the page, Apoc forever. Apoc forever. And so, and the Krakoan symbol. Is this an A? Is this Krakoan I, A? I don't think that's Krakoan for A. I think that's more specific for apocalypse apocalypse himself oh aren't you fancy apocalypse you have your own symbol apoc forever and we turn the page we are immediately in year 100 oh man year 100 normally we seem to start in year one go to year 10 and then go to year 100 and then 1000 okay so recap where we left off in year 100 in the previous issue was that Nimrod had been activated. Nimrod was active, yep. And they were looking back to see how that happened or was that year 1000? Year 100, Nimrod was now aware of the fact that the team had broken in, stolen this indexing machine. Right. And that's and, where Magneto, not Magneto was. Yes. Okay. And they are trying to find something about Nimrod. 
And the thing, the technology that they had taken was basically the cipher for this database. Yeah, to be able to these moments in time to be able to sort through and find exactly what it is that they're looking for. Okay, and so we left off on the asteroid K. Yep. And War is talking about how this is a suicide mission that they're going on. And Apocalypse says, we'll win it because I'm going to go with you. Oh, because you're going. Correct. War, a.k.a. Wolverine. Right. Who is now assumed to be a horseman of the apocalypse. Yeah. Damn, homie. Damn, homie, indeed. Okay. Year 100, the Temple of Concordance, the Church of Ascendancy. This temple is making me uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, I mean, all humans are slaves. Is it's got a very kind of, Nazi vibe to it. Yeah. Uh, so we have this priest-looking character who is man-machine. He's got a machine arm. <laughs> and Sorry. He's, I don't well, know why that's so funny to me. Man-machine. Half man, half machine. Cyborg type. And he's saying how all humans are slaves. We must reject our humanity. And I thought this was really interesting because... The thread of rejecting humanity, becoming one with the machine, is really the year 1000 timeline. Right. So this is year 100 as we have a priest kind of trying to get people to buy in on this idea. And do we know what this priest's affiliation is? Nope. Uh, Well, we just know... He's at a temple for the Church of Ascendancy. So the Church of Ascendancy, so Ascendance. Right, that Which is what they were trying to do in year 1000. The librarian. Yeah, the librarian and all the people that he was with. Okay. Yikes. And on that next page, we see some machine convergence. And this baby is infected by a technovirus. So they're taking humans, what can be assumed from this is humans who are not mutants, so just human humans, and combining them with machines. Right. Because you can't be just a regular human. Right, that's weakness. born a human, we need to make you a machine, and if you're born a mutant, TBD, we don't know where you are right now. We want to kill you. You dunskies. And so he's spreading these ideas of what seems to have been embraced in year 1000. And there's an explosion. Kaboom. Actually, it just says, boom. Boom. Oh, snap. We have our team. friends. Cardinal, Rasputin, Zorn, and not Magneto. And not Magneto. We'll we'll find out on the next page who this is, but I just, it's not Magneto. It's not Magneto. Green Magneto. And they're ready it seems that they're ready for their suicide mission to Where's Apocalypse? retrieve some information. Where's Wolverine? Mm, where's Krakoa? Krakoa. I don't see him. All right. So they're just gearing up. They're like, let's, let's get it. Here we are. Let's dive in. Title page. Title page. This is what you do. And in the bottom right, it repeats it again, but... This is what you do. End. End. Die. You end people. You end things. You end it. At the top are 
translation for three, we get a hint that they have a Krakoan letter for TH. Yeah, because there's only four. Mm-hmm. And our creative team, written by Jonathan Hickman, art by R.B. Silva, colors by Marta Gracia, letters by VCs Clayton Cowles, designed by Tom Muller, and our editorial team, Jordan White, Annalise Bisa, C.B. Sabolsky. Excellent. Oh, yes! We get a little... Surviving Mutants! We get a little more detail. Finally, I know! On our Surviving Mutants. So our surviving soul mutants, these what were 10 but are now 8 mutants. On that first page, Apocalypse and Sabah Nur, mutant and external. And his four horsemen. When we find out Wolverine, James Howlett, he's a mutant, he's a pure blood. So that's Wolverine who we've known. That's the Wolverine we know exists in this future Wolverine society. Wolverine is just Everywhere. keep on keeping on for the end of time wolverine he's stubborn we have zorn also a mutant pure blood yo death hades is death yeah in the last episode i said zorn gave me hades vibes and there you go and there you go hades is the god of death in the underworld nailed it the horseman of pestilence is north who is a chimera of dane and frost who we can assume is lorna dane Polaris, and I believe Emma Frost. Emma does have a brother, Christian Frost, and I'm not sure if he would be who is merged in this character, but I'm assuming it's Emma. So is is North fake Magneto? Yes. So that's why Green Magneto, because Polaris. Yes. Sick. And I knew you would like the <laughs> fact that that's who that was. I almost said, is it Polaris or some some version of polaris because the costume is the green, green yeah but physically the character looks to be like magneto a male so that's why i was like hmm, can it be but that's interesting and famine the last horseman of apocalypse krakoa slash cypher mutant symbiotic so it seems as though something's happened and we don't actually to my knowledge get any information as to what happened between Krakoa and Cypher. Cypher being Douglas Ramsey. So Krakoa is also partially uh, Cypher. Yeah, and he had said that... that's how he could... Decipher the indexing machine. Decipher. Boop. Got it. Okay. And then the ones that are all like... Dot little dashes... Mean they're dead. So they're this is presumed dead, yeah. So Silabel, the black brain telepath mutant hound, bred as a hound, and Percival, Emmanuel Cortez, also known as Ghost, a mutant pure blood. And then we have our remaining two from this grouping, Rasputin, Cardinal. Rasputin, we already knew her genetic makeup. Cardinal is kind of interesting. So we have Wagner, Kurt, Wagner, you know, Gray and Freeman. And I had to look up who Freeman was. Uh, it's Francis Friedman, Freeman, who is Ajax, who you would actually know from the Deadpool movie. Oh. Francis. Francis. Which I thought was really interesting because that guy is crazy. That guy is crazy. Francis. And our last, our last head of this four 
mother, Akaba, mutant, pure blood. We don't know who that is yet. Yeah, I definitely have no idea who that is. But the bottom left, rise, Akaba, mother, stasis. Something interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Is Apocalypse going to, or did Apocalypse rise her from the dead? I don't know. <laughs> okay, cool, cool, cool. Interesting that Krakoa is famine. Well, Krakoa slash Cypher to me. Because in a sense, Krakoa is a being that gives life. Mm. And famine is an entity that takes or causes the loss of life. Yeah. So that's interesting. Just as a little side note. Just a side note. Okay, so this city that we're seeing now reminds me of the city that we saw in the last issue in year 1000 that was about to be potentially absorbed into the phalanx the phalanx but we're still in year 100 and that's actually how this issue differs and i'll tell you this now we stay in year 100 oh snap so this entire issue is year 100 okay brain you can relax just a little (laughs) bit (laughs) the church of ascendancy is on fire and this is omega saying this to who we assume is nimrod who's doing his sciencey things he's nimrod and he's still his regular nimrod self yeah why should i care and she's getting reports that there are mutants there. Why would they attack the church? Are you asking me? Nimrod is. Nimrod. I don't know the answer. Why would these mutants attack the church? Well, because the church believes that they should be destroyed. Correct? Hmm. So if mutants should be doing anything, it's defending against their own destruction. Hmm. And also the church is basically preaching that they're the highest power and if apocalypse is involved in this he's like um excuse me no that's my role i'm the highest power this conversation continues between omega and nimrod so omega looking now at these images of omega is that who is the older aged figure in the last issue when the phalanx is like coming down Uh, i don't know i don't think so okay but maybe we don't we don't know that all right. Uh, and they're talking about the mutants and how they had once dreamt of teaming up with the humans to defeat the machines. And Omega reminds Nimrod, that's what the mutants think is wrong with us, that we do not dream. We do not sleep. What good are dreams? That dream of theirs is almost as extinct as they are. Oh, burn. Classic Nimrod. What? What do you want? I love that bottom. I love how expressive nimrod is even though he is a machine yeah he's so much more than a machine he's just almost a sentient being in machine parts yeah so omega is going to intervene she's going to this attack site and she's bringing all of the sentinels with her oh gosh she means business she's like do not even attempt to take down my church suit yourself (laughs) nimrod doesn't want to do nimrod doesn't want to go i always do i love that Nimrod's going to do what Nimrod's going to do. That's all he can. And we go back to the Church of Ascendancy and we have Cardinal with his sword into someone. You're not a fighter, Cardinal. Today I ate a terminal apocalypse seed to overcome my genetic predisposition to nonviolence. I'd choose my end over yours any day. Whoa. And he's asking this person, why don't you humans rebel against the machines? And they're saying... For the great machine, our better. I do it for my God. 
Well, that's why Apocalypse is upset. What? Bringing it back. Because they're calling these machines their god. Right. But in Apocalypse's eyes, he is the god. He is the almighty entity. Hmm. God like you. She is here now. Hey, Omega. With her sentinel friends. And we got Zorn being Zorn again. Finally, sweet annihilation. I have waited so long for this day to arrive. Rasputin, we need to hold them off, Zorn. Distract them. Distract the sentinels. Yeah. So Zorn can go at it with Omega. Maybe. Distract them from what? Distract. Good point. Shall we turn the page? (laughs) And here we have the rest of our team, Apocalypse, Krakoa, and Wolverine in a different location. We have to buy the others enough time. So this attack on the church. Oh, was a distraction was a to what yeah. to what this trio here is a, is actually doing. Yeah. The index they stole to get to the information that they want to find out when Nimrod comes online. So they're just completing that task. How did they get back if they can't hide themselves? Oh, that That was the distraction. So they sent these other mutants to attack this church. All the sentinels are now going there. Let's go in and try cloak themselves from the sentinels. They need need a giant diversion. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh Oh, alert, alert. Nimrod is now immediately aware of the fact that these other mutants are doing some other agenda indeed. And they get what they're looking for in a crystal. A crystal. But Wolverine recognizes something's not quite right. Wolverine always knows when something's up. I really like the artwork on this page. All these close-up panels. The transition of this blue and purple coloration into the red Mm -hmm. of something's not right. And that's actually something that continues where we see a lot of our heroes in blue and some threat in red and purple. Nice. That's a nice touch. Especially across this spread of pages. Mm-hmm. Nimrod in his red Wolverine turning the corner and seeing more red. Yes. Oh, snap. Nimrod attacks. Interesting I find you here. There's nothing located in this sector except old data and machine lore. What are you looking for? Old information, you fool. He just completely destroyed Wolverine's costume or his outfit. And now he's just... Just a regular man. Wolverine is never a regular man. (laughs) That's true. Stay back. Oh, so now we're back on the battlefield. We're back on the battlefield at the the church. Omega tells them, it seems, Nimrod was correct. Your allies have been located and are being dealt with. This distraction will not serve any greater purpose than being an end to you and an inconvenience to me. And so... Rasputin is saying to Omega, stay back. He has a singularity in his head. If I remove this mask, then all of this will be gone in an instant. Please stay back. And so it's like, no, come closer. This is the ending I've always wanted. Let me have it. Let me do it. Well, if that happens, would Rasputin also be lost to whatever this the singularity is? It would likely just destroy. destroy everything in the area. Yeah. Oof. And that's what Omega's calling the bluff. A singularity, I don't think you will. Do you know it's at the at the heart of a black hole? <laughs> I don't, but let's find out. Oh my goodness. Omega's face. 
was not expecting not them at expecting all. you to follow through with that right and so here's this this big play all right where, well if they're actually disappearing there goes me saying that omega is that old right person because you gone now yeah all right well and especially this kind of connects to what apocalypse had said for this information i would have sacrificed you all they're fighting as if this is the last possible option the last stand if you will uh, I, I wouldn't <laughs> i wouldn't i wouldn't don't do that alicia no my bad y'all my bad we cut back to our fight with nimrod apocalypse tells wolverine take this and go wolverine's stubborn wolverine wanting to continue the fight <laughs> if you could see what you look like you would know how foolish that sounds. Get out of here. You're all messed up. You are a hot mess, my friend. Go through this little portal that Krakoa is opening up for you. Which I think is a cool thing that we haven't otherwise seen. The fact that he is able to create a gateway out of himself. Yeah, that's awesome. And then Apocalypse. This is a great a great image of just Apocalypse looming over. Hold, hold on, hold on. How are there three? How are there three Nimrods in this image? Nimrod is a sentinel. So there's multiple of him? Could be. He had a high mind? No. No. Nimrod is pure nano sentinel technology. So whereas Omega is from Karima, Mm -hmm. where it's nanotechnology overcoming a human and transforming into a sentinel, Nimrod is pure nanotechnology. So it could potentially be that he split himself into multiple to attack Apocalypse. Crazy. And these next few pages, oh yes, we have some really cool scenes. I love this artwork. Some really good two-story storytelling. So we have Wolverine on his trip back and Apocalypse in this giant battle with Nimrod. And Apocalypse is getting his butt kicked. Yeah. The mutant immortal, older than the world, the fittest of all. Dun, dun, dun. And this is where that split between the purple and the blue. You have our heroes in blue, the mm-hmm. evil in purple. Yeah, and I love that these little boxes that are telling you what's happening with Wolverine are overlaid and offset from the big picture of the battle that's going on. Yeah. It's like in the in the depths of this is happening behind the scenes, this big fight is also happening. And just the imagery... I really love this blurry yeah. vibe that the images have had. When there's a fight, it's it makes it so much more intense. Like you feel the reverberation of what's happening. Every hit, every strike, all what is shooting out of Nimrod. And as it hits Apocalypse or as Apocalypse slams into the ground, you feel those vibrations just by looking at the artwork mm-hmm. in a way that I haven't seen in artwork before yeah it's really beautifully done it's very interesting and eye-catching and in that last shot of wolverine he's at what looks like i don't know maybe a, a tomb that was in um when we were back on asteroid k like their home base yep that was there in the background yep it does resemble like an egyptian like tomb. an egyptian tomb which yeah. is very apocalypse. It's classic apocalypse. Big reveal on the next page. Oh. Ooh. Apocalypse is taken down, but the big reveal comes in the last panel on this page. Wake up, Moira. I have it. I have it. 
So this is year 100 and Moira is asleep. And he sacrificed, Apocalypse sacrificed even himself to get this information to Moira. That's crazy. That's crazy. Apocalypse made this to absorb the information into you and to send you on your way. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I'm still like hanging. I'm still hanging on the fact that Apocalypse sacrificed himself. It's one thing for Apocalypse to say, I'll sacrifice all y'all to get to the end end goal even myself but even yourself that's there's something so interesting about this new level of commitment to the cause that so many people or mutants that genuinely were at odds with each other before and and always had this vibe of i will survive in order to push forward my ideals for the greater good of mutant kind. Yeah, it's my way or else. It's my, but you need me to make this happen. And now they all know what the stakes are. They all know it doesn't matter who does it. We need to do it, it as, just a, needs as a to collective. Be done. And yeah. that's it. that is huge. That's crazy. It's still mind-blowing. It's hard to wrap my mind around of knowing these characters who are generally the ones pushing their agenda forward and have a complex that they need to be the one to do it, who are willing to let that go. Yeah, to sacrifice their own ideals for the greater good. Crazy. All right, so Moira's back. Yeah. Ugh, I just need to know what happened to Magneto. I know I'll find out eventually, hopefully. Turn the page. Oh, snap. You're not going to find out about what happened. (laughs) (laughs) That was upsetting. Wolverine apologizes. (gasps) I have what I need now, and this is what you do. He's the best there is at what he does, and he kills Moira. In the last box, so ended the ninth life of Moira X. What? Yeah. Wait, but I thought we were in... We never said that. But (laughs) Year 100, this entire time has been taking place in Moira's ninth life. Oh, my Lord. And so year 10 is taking place in Moira's 10th life? Yes. Oh. With the information. So the information of when Nimrod comes online. What a sneaky little plot twist that is. Oh, yeah. All this time I was like, I got it under under control. (laughs) I know what's happening. I understand the powers of x the powers of 10 i know what's going on no you don't alicia you don't know anything you thought it was all one straight line okay now i need to go back i want to go back to moira's ninth life i believe that was the one where she had teamed up with apocalypse okay can you get it out can we just reference it real quick okay this is the beauty of having all the comics so we're looking back at House of X number two in Moira's ninth life when she is aligned with Apocalypse. And we even have in this page a final battle of Apocalypse versus Nimrod. Yeah, but in this image, Moira's in Moira's there, yeah. But I did recognize her armor mm-hmm. in this Powers of Ten issue. Yeah. And I was like, that sticks out to me as something and this same coloration of the blue and the purple really sticks out okay so before you flip to the timeline at the end of 
House of X number two. Yes. Flip to the timeline at the end of Powers of Ten number three. Oh, snap. There's a timeline. And we fill out some more information on Life Nine. Oh, right. Because I remember being... It was a lot of unknown. There's no ending to Life Nine. We don't know how it ends. And now we do. And should forever end, let me die in battle, surrounded by my fallen enemies and with blood on my sword. Apocalypse. Amazing. All right. This is incredible. And here it has when Nimrod comes online. So that's why in House of X, in that year 10 timeline, they now know that they need to get that information so that they can stop Nimrod from coming online because Nimrod coming online is like another, is a domino effect to some other stuff. The mother mold coming online leads to this paradigm shift of what the humans are trying to do and the creation of a Nimrod. This is really great storytelling. Yeah. It's interesting because I was having a hard time. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say a hard time, but I was connecting more to house the House of X storyline than I was to the Powers of Ten. Part of that is because the Powers of Ten was confusing me, um, but also just this uncertainty of where I am in time yep. and what's going on. And I like that. Thinking back, you to me are doing some of the same things that the comic is doing to the readers. In that you're not giving me, you're not saying anything straightforward. You're saying only what we would know time points, but you never said whether it's a different timeline or a different life. Yeah, you little sneak. I think I did at one point, and I I corrected myself when Moira was talking about the many lives of Moira X. Yes, um, I'd called it timelines, and then I changed it to time points. And so we see the full rest of Moira's ninth life. Amazing. Okay. So first generation of sinister mutants. Man. Third generation of sinister chimeras. And that's where Cardinal and Rasputin come from. Black brain hounds created. By the humans. Fall of Krakoa, death of the first horseman. Well, that's, you know, all of this to me is very exciting because it's telling me, now I'm shifting to my overall thoughts if you can't tell. (laughs) It's telling me that what happens in the future time points is not necessarily affecting the House of X storyline. Right. It's informing the House of X storyline. And so now I'm intrigued about year 1000. Mm-hmm. Is that connected or is that, does Moira's 10th life not work out? And then year 1000 is her 11th because Destiny said 10, maybe 11 lives. Or is her, is year 1000 one of her previous lives? And is the House of X storyline, which is year 10, is that, do they have that information as well? Or is year 1000 just the after effects of her ninth life and she's not around anymore? Hmm. I have so many questions. 
All will be answered soon enough. Exciting, exciting. Okay, so overall thoughts, love this issue. Love this issue. This was a great issue. I love a good plot twist. And I feel like this really brought together a lot of the things that were kind of the unknown questions of Powers of Ten. Yes. Powers of Ten was a lot to get a handle on, is still a lot to get a handle on, but I feel a little bit more confident that we know what's going on, at least in the storyline. And I believe the year 100 storyline is now done. Later year 100. I mean, they, they did what they wanted, right? That was the full story is to get this information, give it to Moira, and, and then, then kill her. kill her. What? Amazing. So good. Very much enjoyed this issue. Yeah, I did too. I thought it was really great artwork. I thought it was really great storytelling. Peeling back those layers to inform other information. Uh, I feel like that's a hallmark of these two miniseries is that what we thought we knew is not actually what's going on. You think you know, but you have no idea. Boom. Boom. Well, um, okay. Where can people find us? At the ex-wife podcast on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and the ex-wife podcast.com. Oh, snap. And if people want to email us, where could they email us? At the ex-wife podcast at gmail.com. Oh, and why might they email us? Oh, you know, we're going to be doing a live episode where we take a look at the entire series that we've read up to that point as a reflection. So if you have thoughts or feelings about House of X, Powers of Ten, the first 12 issues combined send us those thoughts or feelings if you have questions for us send them to us the live episode is hopefully going to be interactive so hopefully you can tune in because you'll be following us on all of our social channels and you can uh, discover and you can play along with us yeah i think that 13th episode that we'll be doing live will really help bring all the pieces together just how this which is what issue six or five of five yeah we're on episode five so this is issue five out of 12 and how much more we know about the first four issues it's insane just think multiply by two add two more here he goes with his math again powers of 10 (laughs) until next time old friend charles Thanks so much for joining us today on the Ex-Wife Podcast. Be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends. The Ex-Wife Podcast is produced in Providence, Rhode Island by Alicia and Justin. Our music is by Quan. 